The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Each business is unique and operated individually of others in the same industry. What they have in common is the potential path to success. Welcome to The Second Stage with your hosts, Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. In today's program, we'll address the obstacles that many businesses find on that path to success and discuss what entrepreneurs and their businesses are doing to stay ahead of the curve. Now, here is Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. This is uh, Jeff Cadlick, and I'm here with my tag team partner, Brendan Anderson. And little we're quicker, our, a little quicker than you're anticipating, right? Uh huh. <laughs> we are the second stage. I thought you always started. Yeah. Well, I drone. I usually drone on a little more, and then I know last time you got all worked up about me kind of just you know talking and talking. So I yeah, you, figured I'd, I'd hit you with a quickie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he basically, folks that you can't see out there, flip me the bird, and that was my prompt to start talking. So. <laughs> If you see me out in the street and you flip me the bird, you may not get the same reaction, but that's essentially what happened. Um, I tell you what, I'm still inspired by our conversation with Bud Bryan on the power of core values. I uh, I think all of our shows are good, and I think all of our uh, our points are are important. Uh, but I th- I really feel like core values are underrated as an important thing for growing your business. Jeff, if you think about a conversation you and I had this week when you came in and you were talking to me about a, a business, a small $3 million business that had already established their core values and, and, and they're looking to raise capital. And, and, and the first thing that you said to me was that they're already starting the evolutionary process, that they are already uh, – that, that, that our opinion of the value of that business was higher. Tell me a little bit more about that conversation, Jeff. I mean I think it was, uh, it was enlightening. I think that when you have an organization that has already created the core values, one, you've already got – if you're looking at the core values, you have some sense as to kind of the people that they've hired within the organization. I think you've got a forward-thinking management team that – uh, is looking for a better way, which is, you know, always looking for a better way is one of our core values. And I think that there's a certain level of sophistication that you're going to, not that you have to have that, but there's a certain level of enlightenment or sophistication with that management team that I think prepares them for new ideas and prepares them uh, to take the next step in building their business. So I think, in summary, Jeff, that if you if you do need to raise capital, whether it's from a bank, a private equity fund, or, you know, your friends and family around or whatever, most people, and I would argue almost everybody, would look at the establishment of those core values and proof that you're living by those values as a huge positive, as a huge benefit, in something that would be would be a, a big check in your uh, in your in your corner when uh, when. Uh, they were making their decision whether to back you or not. Is that a fair statement? Uh, I think it's a fair statement uh, only because I think you and I believe it. But 
core values are so underrated. I'm not sure a lender or every private equity partner or investment banker would agree with that. So you're trying to say is that you and I are leading edge visionary people. Is that what you're trying to say? I'd say you read me like a book. You read yeah, me like okay. a book. That's that's where I'm always going, right? In my okay. direction. So yeah. you you've snuffed me out again. Okay, good. Um, but but this week we're going to turn our attention towards uh, digital marketing or digital media and online marketing. Um, you know, this has been, uh, I think, a huge boost to our organization because at no time in history, with the web and the cost of technology coming down as dramatically as it has, is there a better opportunity for small companies to scale their organization as there is right now? Would you agree? Yeah, I, I do, uh, Jeff. It's funny. I look. You've looked back to when you and I started investing in businesses, even uh, 10, 12, 13 years ago, and and having an, an online strategy was something that was unique, and it really kind of um, differentiated some small businesses and and so forth. And I think what we're finding now is it really is a it's a it's a new it's a function that is required in every business. And if you just look at are focused, Jeff, in, in, in business. And, you know, we do not have a big staff here at Evolution, but we do have a person that is fully dedicated to this. And not only do we have outsiders that we, we uh, use, uh, but we also uh, have a full, full dedicated person here. So it's, uh, it, and it's, it, it's a resource that I think every company has to fill that function box. I, I could agree more, and I think more and more you're able to tell uh, a lot about the organization by the level of investment that they have on their online presence. If it's just a catalog online versus something that's more interactive and explains, you know, uh, their process and their uh, how they do things and about the management team and their value proposition uh, in a creative and thoughtful way and using, you know, uh, video for instance, uh, is, is very, very important. It is. I, I think about, um, I think you and I've talked about this, Jeff, the company that, uh, that I, uh, was an owner of or, um, had, uh, made investment in way back in the late nineties, a company that manufactures air intake and exhaust for large diesel engines. The, my partner in that, in that company, started doing online marketing back when they didn't even have terms for it and it really did transform the business it it uh, you know their customers are manufacturers of large engines and their their ideal contact point was an engineer sitting in a cube in a very large business that had a problem about bending a you know four or five six inch diameter tube in a tight radius and they needed it quickly and hard to find through sales reps and salespeople, but when that engineer had a problem, they were able to find the company. And I, you know, Jeff, we could go on and on and on about the success of of having a presence, the success of telling your story and your values, and and, and really, uh, you know, using the term from the evolutionary process, you know, what makes your business unique, and being able to tell that to people, and more importantly, find the people that that agree with that, with what makes you unique. Yeah, I think you bring up a great point because if I recall from your story, you know, and 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 
you're saying online marketing and they say search engine optimization today, which is an important underpinning of what a good website should do for you to get found in searches and so on and so forth. But you didn't, you eliminated your sales force. Is that not right? You, you find your opportunities exclusively using search engine optimization, which is my whole point about using technology um, you know, to scale your business more quickly. Yeah, Jeff, it's, it, it really is about finding your target customer. If you could draw your perfect customer, uh, the de- description of that customer on a wall and say, this is the person I'm looking for. I'm looking for an, a, an engineer that's designing a product that's in, in a cube of a large business that needs a, you know, a, a larger diameter tube bent on a tight radius. It's, it's, once you've defined that, finding that person online is – and I'm sure we're going to learn a lot more from Gabriel, our guest here in a little while, about how to do that. But it really does. And so to your point, Jeff, that company doesn't have any salespeople. It used to have people you know, knocking on doors, trying to go into the purchasing agent you know, without a point of pain. The purchasing agent didn't have typically a point of pain. The engineer in the cube had lots of pain, and that's right. so- solving that problem. So. Right, and it's an excellent point. And so let me let me kind of set up this conversation a little bit because, as always, you know, Gabriel uh, Shulian, this founder and CEO of Blue Fountain Media, is somebody that we've partnered with and have been very very happy with, and wanted to share his experiences and and thoughts and feelings about online marketing and how to get started and maximize your return on your investment. Uh, when we started looking out uh, in the market for opportunities. Opportunities, we found this real convergence between PR firms, web design firms, and search engine optimization firms into what is now kind of a digital marketing or digital media businesses. And we found that people that had come from PR were really good at PR and they're okay at the other disciplines and others were good at SEO but not quite as good at the other disciplines. What we found with Gabriel's Blue Found Media was that they were good at all three of those things and it had shown because they had been uh, in the Inc. 500 a number of times and we hold those companies in high regard because that's not easy to do and particularly to be a repeat winner as Blue Found Media was. So um, – you know, without teeing up too much, and we'll let him kind of uh, share his own history. Uh, he's been uh, and his organization have been have been wonderful for us. So, with that, we're going to close out the first segment. But we want to remind everybody this is a forum, and it will be more effective and powerful if folks contribute their experiences and ideas. And we invite you to continue the discussion from each each week's show on our blog, which can be found at evolutioncp.com. And you can email us at the second stage at evolutioncp.com. I would also like to thank our sponsors, McGladry LLP, the leading provider of assurance tax and consulting services focused on small and mid-sized businesses nationwide with more than 6,700 people in 75 U.S. cities. With that, we're going to sign off this first segment of the uh, second stage. And when we get back, we'll introduce our guest for this week, Gabriel Shulian, the founder and CEO of Blue Fountain Media. Thanks for listening to the second stage. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. McGladry is about building relationships. That's the kind of team I want to be a part of. A team that builds deep understanding of each client's vision and unique way of doing business. 
the same attributes I look for and the partners I choose. It's this understanding that enables you and me to make confident decisions. When you trust the advice you're getting, you know your next move is the right move. This is the power of being understood. This is McGladry. Assurance Tax Consulting. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. Welcome back to The Second Stage. This is Jeff Cadlick, and I'm here with my tag team partner, Brendan Anderson. And the topic this week is online marketing, how to get started and maximize ROI. For those of you who don't know, it's return on investment. And uh, our guest this week is an expert in digital trends and the CEO and founder of Blue Fountain Media, a New York City digital agency focused on growing brands online through effective websites and online marketing. From Fortune 1000 to startups, Blue Fountain Media helps online businesses generate more leads and increase brand recognition. And uh, he's been a multiple winner of, of the Inc. 500. So welcome to the show, Gabriel. Thank you very much, Jeff. And thank you for the kind words. Oh, you're welcome. We mean it. And you've done a lot for our organization. Yeah, Gabriel, thank you. Thank you for working with you. Thank you very much. I, I can... I can't uh, emphasize enough how often when I'm talking to an entrepreneur or talking to an investment banker or an advisor and they say to me, this happened yesterday, and it literally happens multiple, multiple times a week, uh, that they had gone to our website obviously in advance of our, our our meeting and they said, wow, you guys perfectly explained what you're trying to do with these businesses. And, um, and you know, we obviously uh, – uh, we thank you for that, and, and we know that it'll just keep getting better and better. So uh, we, we appreciate uh, all the hard work. Thank you. Hey, Gabriel, I think for small businesses, and as you know, we, we uh, typically focus on companies that are uh, you know uh, five or always less than 10 million typically. I guess always is a, is a big word, but usually less than 10 million in revenue uh, typically have you know, 20 to 40, 50 employees and, um, you know, probably have a, a website or something maybe tell me a little bit about um kind of a, you just you know where they go next what's the next step i mean how do you how do you recommend that what's the action item for an entrepreneur from that point on well it's really no secret the next step is marketing getting your brand out there knowing who i mean where you want to get to who is your ideal customer and how you're going to reach them and we all know that one effective way of reaching people is online marketing. But online marketing is very vast. You can do SEO, which is search engine optimization. You can do pay-per-click. You can do ad targeting. And you could do banner advertising. 
Uh, social media, of course. There's so many ways of going about it. But the question is, what is the best way for your business to get what your service, your products in front of your audience so you could grow your business? How do you? What's the tip? How do you start looking at that? I mean, when you know, is it is it uh, trying to identify the customer, or what? Or what is there a typical first step? Well, you want to know where the customer is. Yes, uh, sorry. The first step is identifying your customer. Who is your customer? Where are they? And where can I target them? So, for example, if you are a practice firm, if you are a doctor, if you're an attorney, you want to generate more leads. Well, it's a no-brainer that your customer is really probably going to search engines like Google and searching for this, and you want to come up when they're searching for you. If you are selling something that is unusual, but people don't go searching for it, well, social media is a very effective tool that way. So um, this is this is Jeff uh, Gabriel. When when a small company comes to you, how often do you have to help them get focused on that issue? I mean, how often do they come to you and they don't necessarily have a great understanding of their customer and how to present themselves? Yeah, I, you know, in my opinion, I believe that the most important aspect of anyone doing business online is their messaging. And one thing I noticed from big and small companies is you'll have their salesperson pitch one way, but then if you go to to their site, you'll notice none of those value propositions in their pitch is apparent in their messaging. So this is very important because if you're doing online marketing and you're driving traffic to your website, and now your website should be responsive, of course, for mobile, but if you're driving traffic there and your messaging is not clear, you're going to have what we call a high bounce rate, people leaving your site. So it's important to have messaging of what value being across. Um, aside from messaging, you do need to have other things as well, like a clear call to action and what we call stickiness. Anyone that's doing online business development, anyone that's looking to grow their brand, get out there in front of their customers, they should be driving customers. Basically, converting them and bringing them back, and you bring them back through stickiness factors. Uh, by and there's different ways of doing that. Well, um, let let's talk a little bit about that. You you mentioned you know the bounce rate, for instance, and there's certain basic concepts or lingo here that that you can use as key metrics. I know that from your organization, we get a monthly report that has all these very important metrics that we use to determine are we getting the results. Uh, from our original plan that, that we expected. And if we are, great. If we're not, you know, what adjustments do we have to make? So can, you, can you help me out with some of the, the, the key metrics and, and really what you all use or what a business should use to measure the effectiveness of their online presence? Absolutely. Um, if you go to a store owner and you ask him, how is the store performing? That store owner will tell you, how many people a day walk into their store? How many will buy a product? How many will walk out empty-handed? He'll tell you or she'll tell you which products are being sold on which shelves. They'll know the stores, inventory, everything. But most people don't take the uh, time to analyze how their site and perform. So there are what we use is a free software from Google. It's called Google Analytics. 
and it's powerful. It will tell you how many visitors you're getting. It will tell you how many of them stay on your site and go to other pages of your site, how many of them convert by going through your forms, and how many of them come and leave. That's called the bounce rate. So obviously, if you have a restaurant or a store, and you see people coming and leaving empty-handed or not buying anything or not sitting down, you're going to take notice of this. One of the first questions we ask customers when they come to us is, what is your bounce rate? And normally, they have no idea. So it is critical that if you have a website and you're doing business online, install Google Analytics, and it's very easy to install, and that you take the time to learn it, and you see what is the user behavior of the traffic of the people coming to your site. Are they going to all your pages? Are they staying on one page more frequently than another page, for example? Are some pages never getting visited? Mm-hmm. So you, you want to use those stats to know how to adjust your, uh, your, your online presence. And the basic premise of the bounce rate, obviously, is, is if they got to your site and they didn't mean to, they're going to bounce quickly, and that's going to increase your bounce rate. But if, if they mean to get to your site and they find it useful and it's, it's uh, the right match, if you will, between the search and the, um, and, and the site, then they're going to stick around and, and spend time on the site. Right. And here's one important note. You shouldn't send everyone to your homepage. Here's an example. Let's say I'm looking to buy tennis shoes. So if I go on Google and I search men's tennis shoes and an ad comes up and I click it, and let's say it's Target. Target will not send me to their homepage where they may have a, a promotion on a blender and some Christmas trees. They'll send me to the page that has men's tennis shoes. So you want to be sure that you have landing pages on your site that are focused on what you're marketing and not sending all the users to your homepage. Sometimes the homepage is the right place to send them. But if you're selling products, make sure that you have good landing pages. Make sure that you have different campaigns running for different products. You shouldn't have one campaign for all your products. You know, I think that's a really good point. And, you know, when we started working with you all and as you were building our site, we were trying to figure out how could our our site be found? You know, how did we want it to be found? And so we uh, did a lot of the, the pay-per-click strategy uh, to find the keywords to help, you know, build, you know, tags into our website to help with search engine optimization. Could you, I guess, more fully explain that <laughs> than I just did to help people out? Yeah, in sure. so thing, yeah, so what you're mentioning is, for example, uh, look, there's SEO and PPC. And just to be clear, SEO stands for search engine optimization. This is when you get your site up to the top of Google organically and you don't pay for it. Then you have pay-per-click, and that's the ads on Google that you pay per click. The impressions are free, but you pay for the click. What's important to note is that when you're doing pay-per-click, you want to optimize your pages. Again, if I'm looking for men's running shoes, uh, men's tennis shoes, you want to make sure that landing page has those keywords on there. And it's all about making sure that the user, what the user sees in the ad, in this case being a search engine, It's what they're going to get when they go to that page. Now, people sometimes ask, which one should I do? Should I do SEO or should I do pay-per-click? Well, 
You know, uh, studies have shown, different sites have shown that some people will click only on PPC, some will click on SEO, and some will click wherever they feel like or whichever ad gets their attention. You should do both. You shouldn't focus just on one. You should focus on uh, both pay-per-click and SEO. But if your budget is tight, I would always say go to PPC because SEO doesn't happen right away. SEO takes months, and it depends what industry you're in. If you are someone who's selling credit cards, it's going to be tough to get up to page one of Google for credit cards. It's a very expensive keyword. It's a very hard to come by keyword. But sometimes there are longer keywords that you could get through SEO. Um, but Google provides you free tools to tell you, hey, what are people searching for? What are the keywords they're searching for? So it's really important that people consult with a professional before they do this on their own because it will save them a lot of money and a lot of lost opportunity. One other really important point to note is that half of the searches being done by people are done on mobile phones. So it's important that you have a good mobile presence. Hey, Gabriel, as Jeff mentioned earlier, we'd like to provide some actionable advice uh, to, to the entrepreneurs that listen in. And maybe we can talk briefly about the typical mistakes or the biggest mistakes that businesses typically make in their in their online strategy? Yeah. Um, the first thing is they budget only for the website and they don't budget for marketing. So as you know, if you just build the site, it doesn't mean they're going to come. You need to market it. And some of the effective ways of marketing is what you guys are really doing, which is sharing content, getting out there, being a thought leader, uh, getting an audience, sharing content. So, don't just think if you build a site, people will come. Be prepared to have a marketing plan, a marketing strategy. Um, recently, in the past year, the, the searches on mobile have skyrocketed. So you want to be sure that you don't just have a website, but you have a mobile-friendly site as well. You have a responsive site. You have a separate site for mobile. But it's becoming, I mean, it's, uh, it's becoming critical to have a mobile site today. Other mistakes I've seen um, are people, they don't know who their audience is, and it's kind of funny but sad. I mean, you know, they say, oh, we want to, our, our products are for everybody. Our service is for everybody. It is, it is not. I mean, you need to, you can't just market to the whole world. You need to know who is your niche audience. Where are they? What are they searching for? You need to talk to them. Uh, a lot of times we have ideas for, from startups that want to build a social media site, and they think they'll just build the next Facebook, and uh, that's not really going to happen. You need to give. You need to know who's your niche audience, what problem of theirs you're solving, and you need a, a substantial. You need a budget for that. So, if you are a jeweler, for example. And if you could talk to the lifestyle of your consumer, if you know who your consumer is, and your consumers will be shopping at certain times, you, you might have a strong geo, uh, you know, you might have a geolocation advantage if you have a store. So if, you're, if you are a jeweler in New York City, I would focus my pay-per-click around like a 10, 20, 30-mile radius of my store. That will give me advantage. I'm not saying I'm trying to get out there so the country, but we're talking about small businesses with limited budgets, and you have to use your budget wisely. Um, the other thing is 
If you are going to hire a company or an individual, do your homework. Don't tell them, come and see me. This is the biggest mistake I see small companies make when they call us. They say, come see us. We work with uh, both startups and larger companies. The larger companies will do their homework. They will come see our people. They'll come see our operation because if they're going to give us a dollar, they want to be sure that we are an actual company with people. You don't trust somebody with your business, go see them. Go see their operation, unless if you know they're a freelancer. But it's too easy for people to out there to say, oh, I have a company, and really they don't, just working out of a basement. So be careful who you give your money to, do your homework, be careful who you trust. One last word of advice, SEO doesn't happen with $200 a month. SEO takes... Uh, it takes professionals, it takes content writing, it takes time from professionals to get results. I have yet to see anyone say, I'm ranking on Patreon on Google, I just pay a few hundred dollars. Hey, Gabriel, tell me, you mentioned earlier about having a mobile site friendly or a, a mobile friendly site. Tell me more about that. I'd never even crossed my mind. I mean, how do you even do that? Well, there's two ways. One way is you can make your website, and this is all, by the way, new technology. One way is you can make your site responsive through HTML5. So the site will fit whatever screen it's on. Now, this is more expensive or more time-consuming than building a regular site because you're adding extra layers of code to have your site match different browser sizes. The other way is to just build a mobile site to, uh, you know, to have, so that you could have m.yoururl.com so the you know the browser will say okay well I'm on an iPhone so I'm going to show the mobile version now. Hmm. And again, it's just in the past year that the searches online have been skyrocketing. That's that's interesting because I had not heard that statistic that half of all searches now are on on mobile. But I guess that's what I've been doing at least half my searches now that I'm thinking right. about it. That's, well, so, and, that's, and in fact, that you had to adjust the Google. pages to fit on the screen. It's ne never even crossed my mind. I mean, I think yeah. about working out and doing it on the on the iPad or whatever. It's uh, it's interesting. Well, Gabriel, as I suspected, this is this is very good stuff. We're going to have to take a quick break here, and then we're going to come back and continue to fire questions at you because I'm, I know I'm getting a lot out of this, and uh, I've been doing this for a while uh, as your partner. Uh, so with that, we're going to take a brief break and be back shortly to continue our discussion with Gabriel Shulian on online marketing, how to get started and maximize ROI. Thanks for tuning in to the second stage. This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. McGladry is about building relationships. That's the kind of team I want to be a part of. A team that builds deep understanding of each client's vision and unique way of doing business. The same attributes I look for and the partners I choose. It's this understanding that enables you and me to make confident decisions. When you trust the advice you're getting, you know your next move is the right move. This is the power of being understood. This is McGladry. Assurance. 
tax consulting. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. Welcome back to The Second Stage. This is our show, but it is a forum, and so we're looking for your participation to make it as effective and fun and powerful uh, as it can possibly be. So we're looking for you to contribute your experiences and ideas and invite you to continue the discussion from each week's show on our blog, which can be found at evolutioncp.com, and you can email us at thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. We want to hear from you because being an effective small business owner is a continual path and as your hosts we've got lots of experience but not all the answers and so with that we're going to turn back to our guest uh, Gabriel Shulian the uh, CEO and founder of Blue Fountain Media which can be found at www.bluefountainmedia.com and as I had said in the first segment they've been a wonderful partner for us they've established a very good presence for a small organization uh, online and we've been at it now for probably almost a couple of years and the results have been uh, fantastic so thank you for being on our show Gabriel thanks for having me thank you for the kind words so Gabriel um, one of the things that I, I think about is these entrepreneurs they've been doing what I would call more traditional marketing uh, in, in this, that sense of the word but what kind of reorientation of their thinking do they need to go through as they think about having some online presence um, it's a good question. I mean, some people, look, uh, are comfortable with uh, more traditional forms of advertising. They're just used to it. It's what they grew up with. It's uh, running it. But the truth is, you, I mean, I don't know too many businesses that wouldn't benefit better, uh, do better with digital marketing, online marketing. You know, online marketing is a lot of benefits to it. You could measure. So a lot of times you might advertise in a paper or magazine or somewhere, but you don't know how many people came from that. You don't know if people saw it. Um, it it's really, you can't measure it. But with online marketing, if you have Google Analytics installed, you could see where your traffic is coming from, and you could see what marketing is working and what's not in real time. You don't got to wait till next day or next week. But before you do online marketing, you need to have a marketing strategy. You don't just say, I'm going to do online marketing and I'm going to uh, allocate 2K. Well, you, you need 
there has to be reasoning behind it. You need to know what are, first of all, who is your audience? What are you going after? What are the milestones? What are the goals? What is your ROI? What is your return on investment? You just throw 2K at it and you lose it. That's lost opportunity because you could have done maybe differently. You need to, it's, uh, now I told you to say how much does online marketing cost. There's no, there's no set you know, limit on it. But you have to have a strategy and know, A, what kind of online marketing am I going to do? B, what, what's a conversion going to cost me, and is it worth it for me? Uh, there's also something called the lost leader. A lot of big businesses know about this. They will market and advertise a product, and the first time you buy that product, they actually lost money on it. Where they make their money is making you a return customer. So a lot of times we work with small businesses that would be upset that if they're selling a perfume at $50, it costs them $30 to acquire the customer. What we say that to count on is a return customer. That's uh, that that is a that is a good point. That is a very good point. Hey, Gabriel, I, I you know I'm the uh, Jeff had really led this process for us, and and, and I was the guy that probably would have. Uh, I definitely wouldn't have done what we did. So, a Jeff, thank you for for making me do this. And it's been the rewards have been. I've got a good list of the. I've thought about the rewards, but one of the things that is overwhelming for a guy of my mental capacity is just the changes that happen in this. In, in all the things that you guys have to stay up up on, and, and the and the changes in technology and the changes in all this. Tell me about some of those changes over the last you know six twelve months, and what do you see coming down the future? Yeah, I mean, it's a good point, it's a good point you bring up. Uh, search engines like Google are constantly changing their algorithms, but they're not doing it to punish the advertisers. They're doing it because they want to get more accurate results for their users. So if you recall back 10 years ago, if you were selling a product, all you had to do was name that product multiple times on your site. Whoever had the most times it mentioned, um, they came up first. And Google said, well, wait a second, that doesn't make sense, because if you were looking, you know, people were not getting the results they wanted. So they changed the algorithm and, and how it ranks websites. But there are some fundamentals, like for SEO. SEO, Google wants the organic results to be uh, rewarding for their users. So if I am searching for, let's say, a book on, I don't know, health, I don't get a book on how to make money working from home. Um, to do that, you need to have your site properly optimized for the keywords that you're going after and making sure you get quality inbound links. That's why SEO takes so much time. Now, Google does change its algorithm, but those fundamentals will always be there. So if uh, they will... So it used to be that if you hit the content within the code that they counted, that no longer counts. So it's Rules like this, they find ways where you could cheat the system and they take it out. Mm. Now, pay-per-click, uh, I'm sorry, also, with pay-per-click, um, as it becomes more competitive, people do need to send out their technology to see what's the best way to get the best results. Does Google somehow figure try to figure out a rank if you're trying it's obviously their goal is if, if somebody's out there trying to beat the system and they're not the perfect search result, those are the people they're trying to screen out. Did I, am I thinking of that correctly? Exactly. Exactly right. Because if your book talks about a different topic than what I'm looking for, it really shouldn't come up. If I'm looking for a health book, 
a book on how to make money is not what you come up. I mean, you can right. get clickery, but not organically. So if I go to search engine and I'm searching for things and the results I get I don't like, that's bad for the search engine. They're going, they're going to uh, lose me as a user. Right, right. That's So let me ask you just a follow-on question to that is what about video? I mean, is there certain technologies that you can incorporate in your site that are going to get higher search results and and the second part of that are more organizations putting video in their sites you know as a way to uh, maintain the focus of of, um, of visitors well, I think videos today are so easy to make anyone with a smartphone could shoot a video and videos are a great way for engagement. People like watching videos, don't know one likes to read. However, the videos, you know, if you're going to someone's site, could be a, a video should be about 30 seconds to a minute on the home page. You don't want a 10-minute video. If you put your video on YouTube, you could link it directly to your site, and you get a nice inbound link quality for that. But videos are a great way for getting messages across, and more and more sites should have them, uh, especially, I mean, they, they look, if you're selling a product, take a video of the product from different, you know, walking around it. Um, if you are a doctor, having a video of, of yourself speaking is a lot more engaging than just a picture. People like, people want to interact with people, and video is a great way uh, to get that across. And we are going to see more and more videos on websites. They're a great way to gain trust. They're a great way to engage a person who's unsure and build a relationship rapport that way with them. Make them mm-hmm. feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, that's a great answer. And, and I was, I'm already kind of on to my next question because as, as you were answering, it prompted this idea of how do you incorporate social media into your site and, and why that is important to getting the traffic and reducing the bounce rate and so on and so forth. Um, well, that's a great thing you bring up because social media right now, Google for SEO uh, takes social media very seriously. If your um, content is getting shared on your site, that tells Google that your content has more value to it to a content that does not get shared. So the more sharing you have on your site, the better. Having a blog is critical, but having a blog means you got to be disciplined. You have to post consistently, once a day, once a week, once a month. Post useful information and put social media, incorporate social media so we could share those posts. Videos are a great way. Um, infographics are great for sharing. Uh, so if you want better SEO results, Google will look for quality inbound linking to your site. But they also look to see, is your site getting shared? Just putting a few icons on the top, it's okay. Most people don't click on those. People share content. So having a blog is a great way to increase the value of your site in terms of SEO, but also getting you to become a thought leader in your space. 
Yeah, that that's great stuff. And you, you have led us down that path and and encouraged us to be disciplined about blogging, which we've done. And as you can tell, we use this podcast as a way to promote, um, you know, our our blogging on on our website, which was a suggestion that your organization made to us. So you guys have done a fabulous job of of rounding out our presence using social media. And unfortunately, uh, Gabriel, we're out of time, and we'll have to have you back because you know there's things are changing all the time, as you pointed out, and um, people need to stay on top of, uh, of these trends. But I want to thank you for being on the show. Uh, very informative information. And um, we look forward to having you back on the show again so we can continue the discussion. This is uh, Jeff Cadlick, and I'm here with my tag team partner. We're going to sign off and uh, come back, though, uh, shortly for, for some final thoughts about today's topic. But we have to take a quick break. Thanks for listening to The Second Stage. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. McGladry is about building relationships. That's the kind of team I want to be a part of. A team that builds deep understanding of each client's vision and unique way of doing business. The same attributes I look for and the partners I choose. It's this understanding that enables you and me to make confident decisions. When you trust the advice you're getting, you know your next move is the right move. This is the power of being understood. This is McGladry. Assurance Tax Consulting. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus Drug Discount Card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Start saving today. Print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word talk radio to 96362. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. Welcome back to the second stage. This is Jeff Cadlick, and I'm here with my partner, Brendan Anderson. Uh, thanks for tuning into the second stage, a show about small business best practices. And I tell you, uh, I love this show because I constantly learn new things and interacting with people like Gabriel about his area of expertise in digital media and online marketing. 
just reinforcing what I think I knew. I just know it better, and, and I certainly picked up a number of tidbits there. Hey Jeff, it's fun because I uh, appreciate you asking the, a lot of the questions there. Uh, largely, as, as I did mention in the segment, you led our drive into this online online marketing thought, uh, and um, I, I was kind of writing down the benefits that we've had since we decided to spend more resources there in time. And I think uh, being forced to identify your you know your core customer, your core target market, uh, is a very 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 important. Um, uh, project and it's something that a lot of businesses don't continuously look at and refine and and that was a benefit i mean I, there's a uh, i was uh, chuckling you know we've created this um story about business owner bob and that's on our website and that was the idea of blue fountain media to help us kind of focus on what what our target market looked like and i thought that's you know it just made me smile i think that being forced to be that concise and focused has helped you and I be aligned on on things, and we've learned from the industry. We've uh, you know, it's really created focus for us as we've as we've uh, been forced to put it to writing. As as you know, putting all of this stuff with its values, visions, or whatever to writing really really creates. It's let us meet wonderful people, and and I know you're going to find this as a stunner because it's we've spent a lot of time and a lot of money on this, but. Um, I think it saved some time in getting to where we're headed. And I think entrepreneurs always use the excuse that time, time, time is the, is the hurdle that they don't have. And, um, maybe, uh, maybe it's, maybe they can't afford not to do some of this stuff. So, well, you know, I, I think about, you talk about saving time and money. I mean, think about how often you and I would fly to a particular city and try to meet every attorney and accountant in town and they forget you after 48 hours of, of the meeting and you really got if no result. Lucky. If, if, if you're, if you're, that's if you made an impression, <laughs> right. a positive impression. <laughs> right. Sometimes I make no impression at all. Right. Uh, so it's it's a much shorter time frame. But in in that respect, we're reaching out, and this goes back to the cost effectiveness of technology and using the web intelligently. Um, so. This is a real journey, as you know. We've been at it pretty hard for two years. We've got Barbara Hernandez, our chief branding officer, working at this and dedicated to it You know, 24-7. We spend money on this every month, and as Gabriel pointed out, you, you've really got to outline, so allocate dollars you know, to do this right because there's a lot of things that need to happen. But if you take the amount of time and money that we've invested in it relative to all the flying around that we would have done and all the meetings that we would have done, we've probably saved money in the long run and I think gotten better results from it. You know, one of the other things that always bothered me, Jeff, when, when Barbara would say, Brendan or Jeff or, or the team, please write a blog, please create a uh, an online presentation about a thought you had. I, I think a lot of times entrepreneurs just feel that they're not ready to roll some of those things out. And I think that the thing that has amazed me is is the warm reception that we've got for some of the things. I mean, you and I have, have this vision of these five pillars and the thought of rolling that out was really Barbara making us put it down on paper and so that we could so that we could share with people and I think that it, it's been a it's been a wonderful way to force us to 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 get that out there and so I guess you know I was always worried I guess in summary in a very very long format uh, I was always worried about our content being not ready for prime time and I've been happy to see that it's uh, that it's been well received. 
Well, and and I agree with everything you said, and I think it gets back to uh, also having a good partner. I mean, I think you have to be you have to be very dedicated and serious about this. You know, Gabriel talked about making the investment, we're also doing the blogs on a regular basis. You know, again, if you can get uh, people hitting those links to those blogs, you know. presents you higher up on the the search scales with with Google because those are powerful indications of the level of um, importance of of the message that you're you're trying to deliver but you know he made a, a short point there about making sure you knew who your partner was in the digital media world and I think you're attributing a lot of the success of our program to Blue Fountain Media, and uh, I think rightfully so. If you go to their offices, they have this big room, and I'm going to use the term war room. I'm not sure what they call it, but they track the metrics of all of their customers on these TVs that are continuously updating you know, um, the bounce rate and, and the time that uh, – the average time that a visitor spends on their site and the increase of organic searches and, and so on and so forth. So you know, he didn't become an Inc. 500 business because he wasn't innovative and he wasn't good at his job. I mean I can say for our – from our experiences, I didn't know a whole lot when we got started either. It just kind of sounded like a good idea, and they have pulled us through this process, and we've had, as you point out, wonderful results. And, and through it, and through it, uncomfort. Uh, oh my God, I'm going to kill that one. But our comfort zone, they they would challenge us, and many of the things, as you know, I didn't want to do. It just seemed as as. Uh, a waste of time, and it, and as it turns out, it just isn't. It, there are there's many benefits. Not to mention the fact that we I feel like we've we're getting our message out, and and we're refining. Uh, we we know exactly who we want to talk to. So, right, and, and the right partner guides you uh, to that point. And so, Brennan, this is your time to shine. At the end of uh, every episode, you know, we want to talk about our passion for possibilities, and you know, what is what is the thought of the week for our listeners out there. You know, Jeff, it's funny. I, as I was listening to you talk and to Gabriel talk, I, I was almost wanted to punt this one back to you. I mean, I but um, and so I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts. I'll talk faster. I know I'm running out of time. Um, but I, I just you got to get moving in online marketing, and it, and it really is. I think what Gabriel point is, you got to plan for it, and it's a bigger picture. I mean, you got you know, it's it really is part of. I don't want to use the word the evolutionary process because I don't want to continuously plug us. But it it really is about understanding. Understanding those other factors, and this is a big piece in that. I think if you're honest with yourself and you you think about ROI, return on investment, this is a great investment. And you'll hear Gabriel and Blue Fountain Media constantly go back to ROI when they're talking about new ideas because that's how they make their money is proving to you that they're a great return on on your investment. And so with that – And one last thing is it has changed our lives. And I'm Absolutely. done with it. There's no question. And thank everybody for tuning into the second stage this week. We've enjoyed talking to Gabriel about the important topic of digital media. And you can tune in every week at Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Remember, uh, have passion for possibilities. Each week, we want you to think about how your organization could be if you got started in, uh, on some of these initiatives. And this week, it's, it's digital media. Thank you for tuning into the second stage. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Second Stage. 
Please join Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson again next Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And have a successful week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 